Shemtiv, who had celebrated his birthday on the 18th of Elul, Baal Shemtiv would make a big festive meal. He would uh, daven for the Ahmed, some shachas uh, and his birthday. On his birthday, and uh, the Baal Shemtiv, um, the year before the Altar was born, they, they could, besides the general feeling that the Baal Shemtiv had on his birthday, there was a uh, unique joy. And the Baal explained that this coming year, there'll be a new neshama coming to the world. The meaning of the word new neshama doesn't just mean a neshama that was never here before, but a new kind of neshama, neshama from future era, neshama from the time of Mashiach. So, and then the parents of the Altar Rebbe came to the into the Baal room, and he told them that exactly a year from now, you're going to have a boy. Uh, the did not know that their son was going to be the um, one with his new soul, his brand new soul. But um, the whole year, the whole Shoshana, the whole Yom Kippur, also Chastera, there was a, a new kind of energy in the Baal Shem Tev, so excited about this new soul. And he spoke about it. And when the Altar was born, and then Baal Shem Tev discovered that this new soul was the uh, the um, uh, son of his student, Rebbe Baruch and, and Rebbe Sinrifka, Baal Shem Tev, um, with divine inspiration, he was in his place, and they were in their place. He spoke about the soul that's just come to the world, and the soul will give light to the world with two kinds of light: the the, the inner dimension of Torah and the exoteric, the, more, the uh, revealed part of Torah. As the Alter Rebbe's name is Shnei Or, two lights. Alter Rebbe revealed two kinds of light in Torah: the inner, the innermost part of Torah, and also the revealed part of Torah. So th- there's certainly a Obvious connection between these two great luminaries. Um, Schneer means what? Son of Schneer. Oh, okay. Um, so there is a. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. What did you just say? means son of Schneer. Son of Schneer. Yeah, Schneer son. Oh. Schneer son. Maybe I'm wrong. It doesn't mean that. I don't know. Uh, Schneer son. Well, in Hebrew, it should mean that. In English, for sure. No, I mean too. in English. In English, I don't, I don't know, but in Yiddish, I don't know. It doesn't I mean know. plaza or something like that? Those are your talks. What? Plaza? 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 Revelation in the open? No. Oh, well, the other was second name, Zalman. Oh. like the word Zman, time. That's because Revelation has to do with something which is concrete and tangible. So, um, all of the holidays of the year are connected to the Torah portion um when they're celebrated, as the Shalot teaches that although this Shabbos is the parasha of Pisgah, it's not the parasha of Shabbos of Chayel, but it's if there's a holiday of Chayel in this week, that means there's a connection between the birth of the Baal Shem Tev, the birth of the Alter Rebbe, and the Torah portion that we're reading this week, uh, the Torah portion of arrival in Eretz Yisrael. Kisav means to arrive in Israel. It's actually um, a detail, as we went earlier this week, that the word arrival in Israel um, connotates. It's not just physically arriving in Israel. The Torah says that when you live in Israel, you have to give your first fruits to Hashem. It's part of gratitude to Hashem. But you're not able to do this mitzvah when you first arrive in Israel and you have your farm until all the Jewish people arrive and all the Jewish people are settled in Israel. 
um, you're not able to bring your, your fruits to Hashem. And it takes 14 years, 7 years to conquer to Israel, 7 years then to divide the land of Israel. And only after all the Jewish people, every Jew had their own space, and their own farm, and their own land, then the mitzvah of Yikurim began. Although this mitzvah is about um, showing gratitude to Hashem, but you can't really say to Hashem, thank you Hashem for the fruits that I've been given, when another Jew hasn't gotten his fruits yet. So therefore, the, the real thanks to Hashem, you can only say, after everyone has arrived. So, whenever the Torah uses the word arrive, um, it means to fully arrive. And specifically, arriving in Israel means the land being divided, the land being conquered, everyone settling in the land. And we learn this in this Torah portion. Since the Torah says explicitly, when you arrive in Israel and you settle the land and you inherit the land, then you should bring the first fruits. So that, that definition applies to all other places, and the Torah uses the word arrive, that um, just like, you know, when you uh, hear ways say, you have arrived, right, you know, that means you've already passed your destination a block away. So, uh, so, 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 so too, when, when the Torah says you've arrived, it doesn't just mean you've, you've, you've just gotten there, it means everyone's gotten their share, and everyone's happy, and everyone's settled. So there must be a relationship between the meaning of the, this Torah portion, arriving, and what the Alter Rebbe and the Baal Shem gave the world. Give the world. There's arriving, and there's being settled. And so too the Baal Shem revealed Hasidus in general, and the Alter Rebbe revealed Hasidus Chabad, Hasidus connected to understanding and wisdom. The previous Rebbe said the Baal Shem taught us the latter of how serving Hashem is meant to be, and the Alter Rebbe showed us how to climb that ladder. So these two concepts of the ladder, what the ladder looks like, what serving Hashem looks like, and how to climb the ladder, um, these are related to these two concepts of arriving in Israel versus being settled in the land of Israel. <clears throat> How so? So let's first look at from the reward of something, you can tell what the thing is. So what's the reward for chassinus? Baal Shem Tev told the Baal Shem Tev, uh, to, asked Mashiach famously one Rosh Hashanah, when is Mashiach going to come? Mashiach will Baal that he's going to come when the wallsprings of Chassidus are spread to the outside. So, what exactly is going to happen when Mashiach comes? What's going to be, what's unique about the coming of Mashiach versus now? So, the language in Kabbalah is that when Mashiach comes, there's going to be a revelation of the inner part of Atik. What does that mean? Atik uh, means removed removed from the rest of creation, the rest of all the worlds. It's a revelation how there's nothing besides Hashem. When Mashiach comes, we'll understand what you're talking about. <laughs> when Mashiach comes, uh, the, as the Semach Sadek said, one of the advantages of learning Chassidus is that we learn a lot of concepts, we don't know fully what they mean. The Semach Sadek said, well, when Mashiach comes, we'll say, Aha! Well, it's worth it just for the Aha. There's many other things, but it's also worth it just for the Aha. So, so there's something that Chassidus... Let's say this. Let's oversimplify it. Chassidus, the Mashiach is about the revelation of the inner dimension dimension of godliness, Pneumius, the inner dimension of Atik. And so too, if that's what Chassidus does for the world, so too in us, preparation of Mashiach, Chassidus reveals the innermost part of ourselves. Rabbi called Shalom one time, came to him, couldn't stop. said, how are you doing? So you gave me a list of whatever the headaches of the day. He says, enough of Moshiach. So I asked him, for this you want Moshiach? 
I think he said in the name of that. The Rebbe, but don't quote me. He says Moshiach was a kulon came a vilnish, and Moshiach was mevil that came a kulon. And you explain basically what you're saying. What we need to ask on Moshiach is for what you explain. What we're using to ask on Moshiach is for silly things. Right. Yeah. Uh, the the, the, the of course, this yeah. is what Rabbi Rachel said. Rabbi yeah. said that something similar about Moshiach, but something about Moshiach's coming that's far beyond what we think it's going to do. But right. I, however, a Jew asking Hashem to end his troubles is also a request for coming Moshiach. If Hayom Yom says we that, can do that today. if it says in Hayom Yom. That when you have a sigh because of your physical concerns, that's already considered teshuva. So if you're asking for Mashiach because of things that are going on in your life, that's also a request for Mashiach. It's, 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 it, may, it may not be the perfect or highest level of request for Mashiach, but it's also in there, there's, there's, there's there, like the one said about a child, when a child cries to his parents, he may be asking for an ice cream cone, he may be asking for something silly. But in the cry of the child, there is tati, tati. Right. He's, 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 so to a Jew cries. It's not going to a stranger to ask. Them. Right, right, right. It, it, so to a Jew cries to Abisha, there is there's a cry from that. There, there's there's a cry for something deeper as well. Even when we're talking thinking about our, our, our little things that we want to share for. I mean, the Gemara. The Gemara says the reason why one of the Gil talks about the the order of all the brachas of Shmuel Esri is why is the seventh uh, bracha Shmuel Esri the bracha of Geula. It says because it says Mashiach will come on the year after the Shemitah year, the year of Hakil, and the seventh year of Shemitah will be a year of wars. So, um, so what is that? So the since the year of Shemitah is year of wars, so therefore it's it's, it's connected it's a way to the whole year now for Mashiach. Chasashon, we've been through enough many many enough wars already. We're 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 way past all time. It's Shemitah and whatever. So. You know. So, so, so it's the end of the year. So the, all the signs of the terror of coming Mashiach, as you have said many times, is, have already, have, we already seen enough signs. We don't need any more signs. But the Gemara says that, 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 that in a in a situation where we've got Mashiach, we would have wanted him to come in an orderly way, long, long ago. Then the order would have been that first there's wars in the seventh year, and then there is Mashiach comes in the year afterwards. So, so the Gemara says. So then, why is Mashiach acting the seventh year? Mashiach should be acting the year after the seventh year. Gemara says the wars are all the beginning of redemption. Redemption also includes redemption from problems, even though it's redemption from problems, redemption of Mashiach. The Gemara says shame gulala. That's called gulala. Since it's called God saves you from a problem, that's also a little redemption. It's also connected to redemption of Mashiach. The Gemara says that whenever you are saved from a trouble, the Gemara says, oh, that's Mashiach. And, and, and some, it's a taste of it. It's, not, it's something of it. That's why the seventh bracha is a bracha of Gula. Oh, good morning. Good morning, good morning. My favorite people. Yes. Okay. So, page So, um, there is in every person their innermost self, and there is the way they relate to others. There is in the Hasidic lexicon pnimius and chitzenius. Chitzenius means what you do for the how you relate to others, and pnimius is how you are yourself. When you do something externally, you're not totally invested in what you're doing. There is a part of you that's not there. You're doing something externally because of some other external concern, because of something that you owe to someone else. 
or in order to alleviate some concern, there's part of it's not that, that's not there. If you don't like carpentry and you're a good carpenter and that's how you earn your living, you may be doing a lot of great carpentry, but there's a part of you that's not that's not there. However, when you do something with your panemius, when you do something, when, you, when you're invested in something, your innermost self is. The previous Shabbat says these words. Uh, the words are, an um, atzmi, atz, the essence of something is pnimi. Okay, well, I, I don't think I explained anything by adding that word, that sentence. But when you are totally invested in something completely, um, there's no room for anything outside. It's just you're into something. When you're, pnimius means... You're into something, and there's and there's nothing else that matters. When you're doing something externally, it's about the world outside. When, you, when you're doing something that you're into, that you want to do this for the sake of what you're doing, that you're completely there, and you you unite with what you're doing. You come along with what you're doing. The Rebbe Hashab said it this way. The Rebbe Hashab said there's a law in the guards of um, kosher, uh, ko- an animal. Um, it says that in order for the animal to become kosher, to salt it first so the blood is, is, goes out of the animal. So, Rebbe said that uh, there's a question in the Talmud, uh, when the blood is going out, um, the blood is also being absorbed. I mean, salting the, 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 animal, the, the meat, isn't the blood also coming back in? And uh, the, there's an expression the Gemara uses in many times about the laws of kosher, that there's certain scenarios where the way it absorbs it, that's the way it, it removes it. It may get absorbed, but it's going to be removed also. You don't have to worry about that. So in a similar way, the Rebbe said, Pneumius means that it's something that changes you. If It's, it's not It's not that something that you've, you've, you may have been invested in something, you thought you are into what you're doing, but not completely there. If you're completely into something, then you're changed by the experience. If, it, if something is absorbed and then it's exuded, then it's not really pneumious. Pneumious means that you're into it and you will want what you're doing. It's not for any, it's not just you're doing this for the sake of show or for the sake of getting something versus doing something because you like the thing itself. It's that you're completely invested in what you're doing. So when you completely invest in what you're doing, the, the advantages, the what you get, what, what, what changes in the experience is, the litmus test of this is, the definition of this is, is that you become one with what you're doing. You and the thing that you're doing are one. If you're doing this for the sake of others, for the sake of some ulterior motive, for some utilitarian purpose, so then you're not there. You and the thing are two separate entities. However, when you are completely, when you want to do what you're doing, it's you, then you and the thing become one. And that is what Hasidus accomplishes. Hasidus and the inner dimension of Torah in general is called the soul of Torah. The inner, the, the life of something is its soul. The life of something is its inner core. The Baal Shem Tev gave us the power to have a Muna. That made our Muna something which is more tangible, something which is more real, something which is more alive. When you have a Muna, what you're doing, when you believe in what you're doing, so then you are, um, you're not just doing what you're doing, you're you're able to to arrive in what you're doing. The the, the expression Chassidus uses, um, the name of the Torah portion, Tavai. Tavai means to arrive. 
Chassidus allows you to, with your emun and Hashem, you believing that what you're doing is 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 what it really is. Is that it's 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 Hashem's mitzvahs, Hashem's Torah. You you believing and and this is a godly experience, is a will of Hashem. That allows you to com- to completely become assimilated with what you're doing, so that you and the thing you're doing are indistinguishable. So there's no difference between what you're doing and you. And here you don't hear. What, if you believe in what you're doing, you believe in Hashem's mitzvahs, Hashem's Torah, and Hashem's davening, and you're doing something for Hashem, and this is God, these are godly words, let's say it this way. The Baal Shem Tev taught that a, every Jew is capable of re, re, reaching the highest level of attachment to Hashem. Baal Shem Tev said, it says in the Torah about Noah, God told Noah to come into the boat, you and your family, everyone, the animals, all should come in the boat. So Baal Shem Tev said the word boat doesn't just mean boat, boat means words, and this is instruction to every Jew that when you daven, you shouldn't just say the words of davening, you should say the words of davening, you should believe in the words of davening. And Baal Shem Tev said every Jew is able to reach the highest level of attachment to Hashem when they daven, but just believing in the words of the davening and believing that you're talking to Hashem, you will achieve the highest level of attachment to Hashem, and just like God saved Noach and saved his family and saved the animals, so too when you daven in that way, when you believe in what you're doing, that protects you and protects your family, protects everything in your life. Just, there's a flood outside, there's a world going crazy, but you en- enter the ark and you put yourself down with your amuna, that, that protects you. What changes, what's the thing that changes the weather? That it's your, you believe in what you're doing. What happens? Dveikos. You become attached to what you're doing. There's nothing separating between you and, the, and your experience. It's your amuna, your belief in what you're doing that makes you one with the, with, with the tehillim. You're one with the siddur because you believe in what you're doing. You could say the words of Tillam and say the words of the Siddur your whole life and never become one with them because you don't believe in what you're doing. What makes you and the Siddur one is, is your belief in what you're doing. Nech himself. Nech himself, it says he was working for a hundred years building that boat. Why does Hashem want him to build, build that boat for a hundred years? Rashi says that Hashem wanted him to inspire Jews to do tshuva. Or people in his life, don't know Jews yet, but people should be inspired to do tshuva. Nech's walking around with a picket sign for a hundred years. Repent, the world will end, Right? How many people did he want that he had that wanted to come on his boat after a hundred years? Zip. Not one. Why? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't do the picket sign. He didn't believe. The guy on the corner with the weird signs. Yeah. He. It says in in, the, in, in Rashi, He himself didn't fully believe what he was saying. Since he didn't believe, it, so therefore no one, no one joined it. Technical question: Was Noah considered to be Jew? No. Okay. So, but every Jew has to learn be like Noah. Which is another subject, but in the last these two things we're learning about. So you have to. So what Chassidus accomplishes is is not just like in Tanya it says you learn Torah, your mind is one with the subject. That's true. But what about the rest of you? Your pnimius, your your life, your you is that also one with what you're learning? So what Chassidus allows you to do is is that you're able to say that Torah mitzvah is me. There was a great tzaddik who was having a very hard time in his with his in his uh, uh, in his medical. Um, his medically he wasn't doing well and one of his uh, chassidim would take care of him every day and he would give him milk that's all he could eat and uh, he asked his uh, Rebbe how are you feeling? the Rebbe said I'm Baruch Hashem I feel good I wish my spirituality was as good as my medical condition and, uh, well, and the uh, chassid is like uh, actually medical condition is much to be desired what are you referring to? And he says when I have this milk this milk is me this milk is myself this milk is, is, is what makes me be who I am I wish it was one mitzvah one one thing I learned that would become me, but that's what the Baal Shem Tev gave us. He gave us the ability to have this emuna, the belief in Hashem in a way that's real and tangible and vivid, 
so that we're able to look at Torah and say, this is what life is about. It's not about anything else. That's what life is about. That's plenius. You're involved in something. That's what it's about. And in fact, you're affected by it. That's also why Chassidus brings Mashiach. What's Mashiach about? Be a revelation of Hashem. What kind of revelation? Revelation of Pneumius. Pneumius Atik. What's Pneumius Atik mean? Pneumius Atik means there will be a revelation of, of, of Hashem in a way that there's nothing besides it. Every other level of godliness besides Pneumius Atik is something that leaves room for something other than godliness. It may be a, a, a high revelation of godliness, of Hashem's truth. It may be revelation of, in a way that there's nothing besides Hashem, but there's a possibility for there to be something else. There's, there, there, it, it's hard for us to uh, dissect the difference between Atsilos and Atik, but let's say this, in simple language, in other, any other language besides Pimus Atik, in any other level besides Pimus Atik, there's room for something other than Galimus. So to get the coming Mashiach, Hashem gave us Chassidus. Just like in ourselves, Chassidus allows us to experience their mitzvahs in a way that there's nothing else so to Mashiach will come, this Pimius Atik, this, this level of Galinus, the essence of Galinus, where it's seen clear, there's nothing besides Hashem, that'll be revealed in the world. We'll see the world is one with Hashem because this revelation of Hashem's truth will be revealed here. So we'll feel here there's nothing besides Hashem. We'll feel the world and Hashem aren't two different entities. The world is nothing other than, um, it is, it, we'll see how the world is one with, one with its divine core. So that's what the Baal Shem Tov gives us with Chassidus. What does Alter add to that? What's the difference between the Baal Shem Tov's revelation of Chassidus and the Alter Rebbe's revelation of Chassidus Chabad? All in three minutes or less. Uh, let's do this. <laughs> you could be alive. You could be affected by your Amunah. You can, your Amunah can animate you. But is there a difference between whether you're cleaning for Pesach or whether you're learning Torah, or whether you're davening, or whether you're making lunch for your children, or whether you're cooking dinner, or whether you take out the garbage, it's all the same thing. It's all the will of Hashem. It's all Amuna. It's, it's, it's a general feeling that you are walking on sunshine, you're with Hashem, you're doing what Hashem wants you to do. But there's no, there's no personal attachment to what you're doing. There's no, there's no personal appreciation of what you're doing. There's not you and the things you're doing aren't fully um, connected. You're... The very fact that, that 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 they could be all the same means that there's something in you that's not being that's not being um, addressed. In ourselves, we have two parts. We have our life, and that's equal in the whole body. Our head is alive, our heel is alive. It's all the same. Then there is a different kind of energy in every part of the body. So, to interior mitzvahs, each mitzvah has its own specific kind of energy. In order to connect to the specific energy of each mitzvah, you have to understand the mitzvah. You have to know what it's about. In order, and you can't understand fully what it's about, but you could understand something of it. In order to reach your heart in a way that your heart is moved in a deep way, you have to understand in your mind what exactly is it that you are, 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 are trying to connect to. If you're just trying to go for your heart without your mind, you're not going to really reach your heart. So the Alter Rebbe, by bringing Chassidus into, into, into knowledge, into, into logic, what's logic? Logic means parameters. Logic means setting something up and, and defining its, its parameters, where it starts and where it finishes. When you have something which can be, de- which can be defined that way, you relate to it according to the, to the uh, what's the word, contours of, of what it is? Concourse? No. What's, what's a contour? A contour is a shape. A shape, yeah. yeah. So th- there is something about this mitzvah. This mitzvah has a shape. This mitzvah has a meaning. This mitzvah has a, some kind of godly energy. So th- will that will that affect me? 
Should that affect me? So, so Vashemtev gives you the life and, and the appreciation for it being true and being real and having a moon on what you're doing. But then there is then there is your persona and how you relate to it and how you understand it and how you appreciate it. The Eibishter, yeah, but that, and that's how you appreciate the Eibishter. That's what Chassidus Chabad is. That's the meaning of the word Kisavim. Kisavim means to arrive in Israel. But Kisavim also means to be settled in the land of Israel. Baal Shem Tev allows us, and we, do, we learn Torah, we do mitzvah, we should feel, I fully reached my destination. This is where I'm meant to be. I am supposed to be here. There's nothing else going on. There's a mitzvah Hashem. Ah, I'm, I'm, I'm not um, eating, I'm not davening so I can eat breakfast. I'm eating breakfast so I could daven. I know that davening, learning Torah, that's what life is about. I'm into it. Baal Shem gives us that, that experience. The Alter Rebbe adds this experience. What's the real meaning of arriving in Israel? Really mean by arriving in Israel, not just you, you've entered the, the border of the land of Israel, not just that you, you, you it, it, the real meaning of arriving in Israel is that you've settled the land. You have your share in the land. And this is my, this is, this is, this is, you put your stake in the ground, this is my farm, and you have your share, and you're settled there. You're, you're not just in there, you're settled there. That's what says Chabad gives us. That it's not just something that we believe in, not just something that we're animated by our belief in, but it becomes personal and real in our persona, we have a personal connection to what we're doing. That's why the Baal Shent and the Alter Rebbe are both connected to this word Tavay. Baal Shent teaches us how to arrive in Terimitzvahs, how to get there, how to fully be in Terimitzvahs. The Alter Rebbe teaches us not just to fully arrive in Terimitzvahs and to feel this is what life is about, and nothing else, to be your epiphanemius and you're inside, but more, but that, that, that what you're doing, you have, you're settled in it, you're nourished by it. It's kind of like Rabbi Zavdi talking about the, the, the manna bread. That we learning, he mentioned that when you ate the manna bread, you, you, you didn't feel nourished by it. You felt like you're missing something. Because like, it was too big. It was too big. But there is, a, when you eat regular food, oh, this is something you could, you could define. You know what it is. So, so Chesiz Chabad gives us the ability, although it seems like it's it taking away something, really adds something new. It makes, it makes this life force, this energy, this soul experience of Terimitzvah to become something that is, that is relatable to you in a very specific way, in a specific way that, that, that touches you in a certain way. And, not, and, and, and this experience is another experience. That, 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 and that means that your life is, is not just you're alive in it, but that your life has become something that's personal and relevant and meaningful. That's, that's the um, real arrival land of Israel. Not just you're there, but that you're, you're settled in the land. You're, you're, you're fully, um, you know your place there and you, you, you're connected to it. So that's why the Baal Shem and the Alter Rebbe are both connected to Parsha Savvay. They teach us how to arrive in Terminus and how to be settled and to feel it. There's nothing else. And to have a personal connection to be nourished by our Terminus. Okay. Okay.